Super Fun Time Trivia is recorded in front of a live audience. Alrighty, welcome everybody to Super Fun Time Trivia at the Moose, sponsored by the Five. Whoa, you are loud today. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people in here, and I need to be loud, because you are quiet. You? You're a soft-spoken, and you're quiet, and I'm a hard-hitting journalist type. (laughs) Where's your newsy cap with the little... The press ticket? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. you gotta have that ticket or else you're not allowed to tell the news. That's it. Let me see a dead body. If this is your first time here, the way that it works is pretty simple. There are four rounds of trivia. There are three general knowledge rounds and one music round. The way that it works is I ask a question. You have about 30 seconds to answer that question. At the end of those 30 seconds, I say, boards up. You hold the board up, I say the correct answer. If you have the correct answer, you leave your board up. If you have the incorrect answer, you put your board down. Kevin will go around, who will be the gentleman with the newsy cap and the press ticket. He will go around and he will ask you if you know of any things that have happened recently. And then he will say your team number. The only rule of trivia is that there are no cell phones allowed at your table during the trivia round. If you take your cell phone out, Kevin will examine it, and he will go into your Google search history and find something that you'll probably get fired for, for oh, sure. Yeah, easily. Or at least get canceled by your immediate family. Oh, 100%. Yeah, or I'll just post something on your Instagram or your Facebook that's really off-putting. <laughs> <laughs> Round one, question one. Nice, easy, lowball question to make sure everybody gets some points on the board. Guess the horror movie based off of the tagline. Seven days. Guess the horror movie based off of the tagline. Seven days. Was it this week? Is that the movie? Yeah. This fucking week? You know, the best thing about today is uh, minus 40 outside. Right. Minus 40 Fahrenheit and minus 40 Celsius is where they meet. Oh, well, isn't that just a scientific treat for us all today? So all the Americans finally understand how painful it is outside. Boards up. We're looking for The Ring. We're looking for The Ring. 1922. I don't even... That's just a year. Yep. (laughs) The Ring. Question number two. What seven-letter B word... Bitch. ...refers to speech or writing that is meant to sound important or impressive, but is not sincere or meaningful? What seven-letter B word... Refers to speech or writing that is meant to sound impressive or important, but is not sincere or meaningful. Bastard. It is seven any, letters. Any, Count him out, bud. B-A-S-T-A-R-D. T-E-R-D. Whatever. No, it's A-R-D. U-R-D. That's fish poo. Yeah. Boards up. We're looking for bombast. We're looking for bombast. Didn't even try. Hey, guys, you're like, fuck it. No clue. Can't count. Can't even count to seven. Can't count. Can't spell. <laughs> Not for me. Nine. Literally the only team trying. Perfect. Round of applause, Team Nine. Snatching up a bomb ass. Gonna be a long night. Or a short night if it's just Team Nine. Yeah. We might get out of here by 9.30. What if everyone just decides to give them the prizes we can all go home early? That'd be nice. Question number three. Multiple choice question. When facing starvation on the Oregon Trail, people would eat snake. Which they nicknamed what? Is it A, bushfish, B, longfish, or C, warmfish? When facing starvation on the Oregon Trail, people would eat snake, which they nicknamed what? A, bushfish, B, longfish, or C, warmfish? Well, those are all good names. I think it's, they must have a fishy taste. Yeah, I've I never, guess. I've never eaten a snake before. Are you talking about the game or like in reality? In reality. Okay. When you're hungry, everything looks good. It doesn't really matter. Whatever you're eating is giving you dysentery and you're going <laughs> to die pooping to death. <laughs> Give me one of them bush fish. You know that's going to make you poop to death. I don't care. I'm hungry. Boards up. We're looking for a bush fish. A bush fish. That's what I would have picked. I don't know. Question number four. True or False. A 2019 SpongeBob SquarePants episode references the Squidward suicide creepypasta from 2012, even though the story has depictions of child murder. True or false, a 2019 SpongeBob SquarePants episode references the Squidward suicide creepypasta from 2012, even though that story has depictions of child murder. To many of you, that may sound like a fucking uh, word scramble that makes no sense. Basically, somebody wrote... uh, 
a uh, like a fanfic, a fanfic yeah. on the internet called Squidward Suicide, where there's this unreleased episode that has a bunch of like uh, frames put into it, and they like, and there's murder in it. Right. Um, so, did the real SpongeBob SquarePants make reference to this creepy pasta? On their television show. SpongeBob is a... Borderline not a kid's show. Yeah. Like, it's weird how many stages of life it can hit. They made it for drunk and high adults at four in the morning, and kids like it, basically. Yeah, babies like it. Boards up. We're looking for... That is true. That is true. That is true. Basically, they open up doors to alternate versions of their universes, and one of them they open up, and it's a... a SpongeBob sp- multiverse? Yeah, and Squidward has bleeding eyes, and there's a bunch of screaming in the background, much like described in the creepypasta. Question number five. I'm sure kids love that. <laughs> kids love being scared for no reason. Question number five. How many animals are holding the shield on the Australian coat of arms? How many animals are holding the shield on the Australian coat of arms. Kangaroo, capybara, a gator. Also, I can't be the only person that was upset when I found out that a coat of arms wasn't just like a coat made of human limbs. Or just one, like two limbs. You know what I mean? Just other person's skin. That you wear. That you wear. Yeah. That would piss me off, too. I would prefer more arms, personally. Yeah, but you could have like five on the back as a cape. Yeah, yeah. Just dangling, you know? Like little penguin tails at the back? Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Boards up. <laughs> Boards up. There is an emu and a kangaroo. We're looking for two. We're looking for two. Ooh. Well, I'm walking a lot tonight. Getting my steps in. Question number six. Multiple choice question, and it is a sports question. Sports. Sports. Which player holds the NHL single season record for shooting percentage with 32.8%? Is it A, Wayne Gretzky, B, Steve Vickers, or C, Charlie Simmer? Which player holds the NHL single-season record for shooting percentage with 32.8%? Is it A, Wayne Gretzky, B, Steve Vickers, or C, Charlie Simmer? So basically, of the 100% of the shots that he takes, if you're Wayne Gretzky... If he took 100... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was easy. Yeah, if you're Wayne Gretzky, you're going to miss... 100% 100% of the shots you, you don't, don't take. take. That's right. Sadly, there's no statistic. So the 33, <laughs> what's the number again, sorry? It's 33 at, oh, 32? Yeah, so out of all the shots he took, 32% hit the net. Boards up. We're looking for C, uh, C Charlie Simmer. C. C, Charlie Simmer in 1980. There you go. Who the fuck is Charlie Simmer? Apparently he was pretty good. Wayne's like number 10. Because he shot everything. He took 100% of the shots. That he didn't take. He's just like, fuck it, here we go. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky never didn't shoot. But did he shoot up? A little bit. Did he say yes to drugs? A little bit. It was the 80s. I saw someone wearing a D.A.R.E. t-shirt. That's why I had to say that. Question number seven. Along with phosphorus, what chemical element with number 55 can burst into purplish pink flames due to oxygen in the air? Along with phosphorus... What chemical element with the number 55 can burst into purplish pink flames due to oxygen in the air? So basically, if you have this, it's just like, it's just like, nope, too much. And it just go. What is it? Along with phosphorus. Phosphorus does this, and this is the other element that does it as well. Oh, okay. So you're telling me the name of the element. It just reacts with the oxygen in the air and explodes. Maybe it dances. We don't know what's happening at a microscopic level. We're not scientists. No, we're not. Barely cavemen. I mean, honestly, cavemen could even paint. Bart? I can't paint. Can they paint? I can paint tiny men. You can paint tiny men. They painted tiny man. You're a caveman. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) I have a saber-toothed tiger miniature, so... I ride a saber-toothed tiger to work, Kev. Come on. Boards up. We're looking for cesium. We're looking for cesium. Close. Cesium. What you got? You got nesium on that, but yeah. I would have guessed magnesium. Nine. All right. Only the arsons got it right. <laughs> Only the people that have burned churches with no, no trace evidence. <laughs> Always carry a bag of cesium in your back pocket if you need to do a... A Ziploc. Oh, yeah. Important. Very important. Question number eight. What type of eater is used in Greek mythology as a person who spends their time indulging in pleasure and luxury rather than dealing with practical concerns 
and is also the title of a poem by Alfred Tennyson. What type of eater, so you're going to write blank eater, is used in Greek mythology as a person who spends their time indulging in pleasure and luxury rather than dealing with practical concerns and is also the title of a poem by Alfred Tennyson. So is it like, is it like potato eater? Is it like, is it like hot pocket eater? What about hot dogs? That's, Would that, that work? I think Alfred Tennyson does have a poem called Hot Dogs. That's right. That's what that is. That's what's, <laughs> that's what's got me. That's right. It I just says, hot dogs, yum, sometimes yuck. Boards up. We're looking for Lotus Eater. Lotus Eater. 14, got it. Good stuff. 14, only one's able to get that one right. There you go. Getting the butt lotus. I mean, you're still almost in last place, but apparently that, uh, that English degree from Nipissing is really paying off. Right. I know because I have one, too. You and have, now like, I, seven. And now I do trivia here. This is what a doctorate in N Nipissing University English gets you. A homeless co-host. <laughs> <laughs> you're not homeless. You live under that bridge. It's very nice. Your cardboard box collection is growing. Not bad. Not bad. Quest pretty bad tonight. <laughs> Question number nine. What 1997 film starring Bruce Willis, Richard Gere, and Jack Black in a small role is a loose remake of a 1973 film of a similar name. What 1997 film starring Bruce Willis, Richard Gere, and Jack Black in a small role is a loose remake of a 1973 film of a similar name. Like, I remember, like, back then seeing Jack Black in movies and being like, I don't know who this guy is, but he's always hilarious. He's even funny being murdered by Bruce Willis. Yeah, dude. He's, seriously, he's almost always got funny shit to do. It's like, true. funny shit to say. Like, I, I don't know if it was his script delivery or what it was, but he was always really funny, so. He's also named after a pretty good card game, so that might be why. Boards up. We're looking for the Jackal. We're looking for the Jackal. Jackal. Eleven got it, and that's it. Unless Team One got it, but they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. Good Sorry. stuff, Team Eleven. Snatch, Just checking in. Snatching up the hole in Jack Black's chest in the 1997 film The Jackal that Bruce Willis puts there with a high-powered sniper rifle. Bang. Question number ten. Looking at the board right now, Team number nine is in the lead with six points. Team number six sitting close behind. Nobody else able to tie it up. But, I mean, nobody except for team number 15 has totally shit the bed. What's that? What do you mean, what's team 10? Oh. Fucking, I don't care. <laughs> like, middle of the pack. No. Middle of the pack. No, middle of the pack. Under the radar. Nobody gives a shit. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Not an underdog. Okay. Downward dog. What was the name of late of the late king's jester in Shakespeare's Hamlet. What was the name of the late king's jester in Shakespeare's Hamlet? He holds the skull, and he says, alas, poor Beaverton. Jeff? I think it was Jeff. I think it's pronounced Jefe. The jester was of Spanish descent. It makes a sound. <laughs> All the way through like that? It's, it is my... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not very cultured. I haven't traveled a lot. That's not true. You went to jail in South River one time. You're right. Boards up. We're looking for, alas, poor Yorick. I knew you well. Yorick. Iago. Iago was the... I believe that's the parrot from uh, Aladdin. Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> it's pro yeah, that's just a joke. It actually was the parrot, too, though. Yeah. But he also was the parrot, yeah. Gilbert Gottfried plays Voiced them both. Voiced by Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> team number nine was able to maintain their lead with a whopping seven points. Where are you, team nine? What V word means of, relating to, or similar to a fox and is also used figuratively to mean shrewd or crafty? What V word? V as in vehicle. I wasn't okay. going to say vagina. Uh, means of relating to or similar to a fox and is also used figuratively to mean someone shrewd or crafty. So fox-like. You are fox-like. Like Velcro. Right? S sorry? Velcro. Is fox-like? Yep. It, you know what it is. You're like, I know what that is. Velcro. 
<laughs> I also know that that's a fox. There we go. Both easily identifiable based off of sight and sound. I one time hand-fed a, a fox a piece of pita bread <laughs> in the wild, and it was the greatest day of my life. I was uh, on drugs. <laughs> it was a real fox because there was photos taken, so I know that it was real. Okay. But it was brilliant. I just wanted to hang out with it. I, I did. I wanted to take it home with me. I, I, want a far, I want a fox as a pet. I'm just imagining it was a very, very large, overgrown rat. Boards up. We're looking for vulpine. We're looking for vulpine. Ooh. Two got it. Vixen. I don't know. Not terrible. I think vixen means, like, sexy, though. Sure. And nine. And nobody else. So, like, just uh, going forward, Cole... 98% of everybody in here is pretty stupid. <laughs> so probably going to have to be a lot of true or false, a lot of 50-50s that way. What's, uh, your, what's your favorite color? Right. Yeah. Just things that you like. You know, not you personally, but they. Yeah. What, right. co what color rhymes with purple? Things like that. Question number two. You just need to give me a decade for this one, so... Maybe that'll help. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in what decade was John Diefenbaker elected Prime Minister of Canada? In what decade was John Diefenbaker elected Prime Minister of Canada? Bacon that deef. Whoa. You deefen? You deefen? You bacon that deef? Hell yeah. I don't know anything about him, which nowadays means that you're either... you're pretty, Probably good. Yeah. That means you were good. <laughs> If you and maybe he wasn't, but he didn't have a nickname for his penis. Ex like jump, like uh, L.B. Johnson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Boards up. John Diefenbaker was elected Prime Minister of Canada on June 21st, 1957. Jeez. 1957. <laughs> you guys having a little chat about the Deef? Yeah. Who's your favorite Prime Minister? Is it Deef? It's got to be Diefenbaker. It's got to be Deef. He's got the best name. Yeah, I grew up, I grew up in, uh, in uh, fixed-to-income housing on Diefenbaker Court. So he's your favorite. <laughs> question number three. <laughs> it is a sports question. Spurts. Which English city would you associate former England captain Alan Shearer? Is it A, Everton, B, Newcastle, or C, Crystal Palace? With which English city would you associate former England captain of football, footy, Alan Shearer? Is it A, Everton, B, Newcastle, or C, Crystal Palace? Someone, uh, someone said Chelsea right away and then right. uh, was very disappointed to find out that that was not one of the three options. Although Crystal Palace is cool because I believe... That is from Never Ending Story. Crystal Palace is a team. I also From think the Never Ending Story, their soccer team. From the, from the godlike, <laughs> from the, the childlike empress. No. Yeah, it's pretty great. Does, Falcor. Does Artax play for it? Falcor, Artax, Atreyu. He, com he comes back. Rock biters. Oh, boy. Riding their trikes. You can't beat them. Who can't beat them? You can't beat them. Oh, you can't. I think you said who can't. Like I'm like, I, I can't think of anyone. No one. Boards up. We're looking for B, Newcastle. B, Newcastle. Well, there you go. There you go. Anybody with longer arms at the table? <laughs> oh, look at this guy. Holy cow, he's got two elbows <laughs> on each arm. Does he have, like, minute bowl arms? Oh, well, let's not get crazy. <laughs> let's not get crazy. Oh, my God. I love minute bowl Me so too. Much. I was thinking I wish that I could draw. I would draw a picture of us giving Manute Bowl a big hug right at his ankles. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'd be, like, hugging his kneecaps. Question number four. Major Doug Pearson was the first person to shoot a satellite out of space from an aircraft. What decade did this take place in? Major Doug Pearson was the first person to shoot a satellite out of space from an aircraft. What decade did this take place? And we, we've been talking a lot of questions about this, this satellite uh, weaponry. Right. Um, yeah, yes. Yeah. So pretty much as soon as Sputnik went up, everybody was like, all right, well, now that that's a thing, number one, we have to put one up. Number two, <laughs> we have to design things to shoot theirs down. We need to make that go away. But, like, this guy's, like, the coolest dude in the fucking world. He had to fly his plane up into almost space the to atmosphere. launch... 
and then shoot a rocket that was powerful enough to get up to space, but not so powerful that it blew him away backwards. It's like those people that do backflips, but with their hands still at their sides. You know? Oh, I, like, can, I can do that. I just don't do it because I don't want to like make anyone no. feel bad. No, no. Also, your belly gives you too much centrifugal force. <laughs> You'll fucking over-rotate and break your back. Boards up. It happened on September 13th, 1985. 1980s. Fucking 80s. When cocaine was the drug of choice, they were coming up with that crazy ideas. was ripped on cocaine. Hey, Doug, what if you fucking took your plane up there and shot down one of those rusky satellites? That's not even possible, but I tell you what, if you uh, talk to your buddy... And get me a little a little dabby do. <laughs> I'll get in there and give it a shot. I'll fly right into the goddamn moon. Question number five. What color are the stripes on Chris's shoes in the television show Family Guy? What color are the stripes on Chris's shoes on the television show Family Guy? You know he's got that, that blue shirt? Does he? Yeah, he does have a blue shirt. <laughs> What do you fucking mean? Well, fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. Why I watched it all. What are you looking at? Oh. Is there a Renee Baker here? Her vehicle is about to be towed. Uh, can you go and move it because the police officer scared also, me? <laughs> also, the cop, the cops are here. So, Renee Baker, please move your vehicle. It's no, about we to got be towed. her. We got her. She's coming. She's coming. I was so worried. I was like, oh, God, they found me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boards up. We are looking for red. Red stripes. Red stripes. Red and white is fine. Yeah, yeah. The rest of the shoe is white. Guys, it's the fucking police. Have you ever seen them before? It's a towing violation. Nobody got shot outside. What do you mean, yet? Yeah, no, it's not. Don't thank us. Thank that brilliant cop who came in and was super nice. Yeah, they could have just towed your they car. They just, like, fucking Instead, towed Instead, they went on their fancy computer that has their own version of Google, looked up your name, and was like, I bet that bitch is in here. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let's well, go fucking see. She doesn't have any priors. Hopefully, she's not drinking any of that pitcher. <laughs> just kidding. It was a sting operation. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I'm never going to see her again. Question number six. Multiple choice question. The Campbell's Stokes recorder measures what with a glass ball? Is it A, the reflection of a human eye, B, the depth of gear teeth, or C, sunshine? Oh. The Campbell's Stokes recorder measures what using a glass ball? Is it A, the reflection of a human eye, B, or B the depth of gear teeth, or C, sunshine? The Depth of gear teeth. It's probably because you have to get it so like to a millionth it of a literally millimeter, does. right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, German engineering. I get it. Boards up. We're looking for C. Sunshine. Sunshine. Sunshine lollipops. So it used to be used to record daylight hours. Basically, you take this glass ball, you put it in this little machine. When the sun rises, it goes through the glass ball and burns a hole in a piece of paper and burns it all the way up, and that records how long the sun is up for. Weird that we took that technology as kids and just burned ants. <laughs> yeah, we were like, what if we killed creatures what with it? What if we killed people with it? <laughs> what if we lit our cigarettes in the bush with it? Question number seven. Here's a fun one. In what year did Michael Vick plead guilty to federal felony charges for running an illegal interstate dog fighting ring? In what year did Michael Vick plead guilty to federal felony charges for running an illegal interstate dog fighting ring? And then he, I think he went to jail for a bit, and then he got out, and the NFL was like, yo, but that guy runs fucking fast, though. So he killed a couple of dogs. What did we get him back? Were they golden retrievers? Yeah, they were Come golden retrievers. Exactly. They're pit bulls. They're illegal. <laughs> the, the thing is, is like when he was charged, they should have been, and also you have to change your name to Michael Dick. <laughs> Michael Dick Head. There, hyphenated. There we <laughs> Like hyphenated. Michael Dick Head. Boards, uh, we're looking for 2007. 2007. Oof. 2016, off by a lot. Question number eight. Multiple choice question. Which of the following is not a playable ancestry in the Pathfinder second edition role playing game? Is it A? It's a role-playing game. Listen up. <laughs> <laughs> is 
Is it A, goblins, B, dragonborn, or C, skeletons? Which of the following is not a playable ancestry in the Pathfinder 2nd Edition role-playing game? It's like Dungeons & Dragons, but different. Right. Is it A, goblins, B, dragonborn, or C, skeletons? So which one is not? Which one is not? You don't even have to know anything about Pathfinder to get this right. Why? Just because I know what it is. How do you know? Well, because Did I, you play a role-playing game one time? I did play a role-playing game. Fucking nerd. Logged over uh, to... I got fucking tattooed on my knuckles. Boards up. We're looking for B, Dragonborn. B, Dragonborn. That is Wizards of the Coast. Uh, That's what I Skyrim. They have a, yeah. Yeah, logged an embarrassing amount of uh, hours on Skyrim. Yeah, he's Dragonborn. Yeah. In Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition and Fourth Edition, you can play a, a ancestry called Dragonborn. That's literally like a dragon person. Question number nine: What jazz rock group had hits with "Reeling in the Years" and "Ricky Don't Lose That Number"? What jazz rock group had hits with "Reeling in the Years" and "Ricky Don't Lose That Number"? Oh, you did the harmony. Nice. Yeah, I got you. Here we go. Ricky, Ricky don't lose that number. Boards up. We're looking for Steely Dan. We're looking for Steely Dan. Steely Dan. I have to ask you, did you write Limp Biscuit as a joke or was that your real answer? <laughs> well, uh, it was obviously a joke. Look at him. <laughs> He's got fucking glasses. He knows what's up. He's probably a doctor. Yeah, Elvis, Elvis was a good guess. I would. I want to hear Limp Bizkit's version of Reeling in the Years now. Oh, my God. I don't want to hear Limp Bizkit's version of fucking anything. <laughs> I want to hear Limp Bizkit's version of the death rattle. <laughs> what is the name of Wreck-It Ralph's tiny female friend in the first Wreck-It Ralph film? What is the name of Wreck-It Ralph's tiny female friend in the first Wreck-It Ralph I don't. Yeah. Film. I don't remember, but is she not in the second one? She is in the second one. Oh, okay. Who are you waving at? Your fans? Yeah. My OnlyFans. <laughs> Brody, do you, only fans. do you have an OnlyFans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got one subscriber. My girlfriend. <laughs> it's, fucking, it's fucking weird, but well, I allow it. And I pay her. I allow it. I allow it in our house because it is a source of income. Poor <laughs> yeah. up. Boards up. We're looking for... Vanellope. We're looking for Vanellope. It's not Penelope. It's Vanellope. What the fuck? Penelope. That's close. P V. Sex organs. <laughs> I get it. You can put them inside of each other sometimes. Right, it works. The theme of tonight's music round is going to be: Have you ever seen the rain? And next week will be every time we. Touch. So tonight, all of these songs have something to do with the sense of sight, whether that be vision, the view, <laughs> with Will B. Goldberg. <laughs> Round three, question one. Someone told me long ago there's a calm before the storm. I know it's been coming. Somebody just told him that. Somebody told him that one time long ago, and he just decided to throw it in a song. Brilliant. <laughs> Good for him. It's just like a diary a for when he's, when he's a kid. Yeah, dear diary. Things Dad said randomly. <laughs> There's a calm before a storm. Yeah. Boards up. We're looking for Have You Ever Seen the Rain by CCR. Have you ever seen the rain by CCR? What did you write? What font is that okay, in? Okay, seriously. <laughs> Did you write CCC originally and then cover it with an R? You know that there's an eraser, right, guys? Okay. Try that out. You got fucking points. Shut up. At least two of the teams wrote the cleaning product CLR. Right. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Calcium lime rust. Watch what it does to this coffee maker. Watch what it does to rain, if you've seen it. <laughs> Have you ever? Nope. I'm Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Question number two, here we go. Has Stevie Wonder ever seen his friends? He hasn't, because he's married. Watch me make him bow. One by, one by, one, one by, one by. You should see me in a crowd. 
Hey, we really like your song about being the, the, the person who's not good, but the rest of your album is a little soft. Maybe for your next album, you can do some more of that. Yeah. yeah. Boards up. We were looking for You Should See Me in a Crown by Billie Eilish. You Should See Me in a Crown by Billie Eilish. A crown like queen with an N. Yes. What? No, this is, I get it. They're all really nice looking people. They all got glad. There's, you know, people I know at the table. Yeah. All right, fine. Whatever. What's your team number? Team number three, no points. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> is this your favorite music round ever, Kevin? No, fuck, I'm fucking livid. <laughs> Question number three, here we go. Something that plays in the Fox 23 times a day. Is there anything that has a shorter title? This one doesn't have a shorter title. Early 90s, when people found out that you could slide your hands up the guitar. Wow. Wow. What if we threw some wows in there? I mean, metal been doing it for years. Owen Wilson's it's been called... doing it for years. Wow. Oh, that'd be something. That's him on that song. You gotta replace. <laughs> <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for If You Could Only See by Tonic. If You Could Only See by Tonic. Did you, did you, you Two. were gonna write the whole thing, but you stopped? No, nice. they're good. Uh, 13 one point. Definitely not Stevie Wonder or Weezer. If you were alive in the early to mid-2000s, you only heard that song 40 to 50 trillion times a week on every television show ever. Boards up. Looking for Suddenly I See by K.T. Tunstall. Suddenly I See by K.T. Tunstall. Turnstall, I think. Tunstall. Not turn... Fuck off, really? Yeah. Do I have to do that now? I've never, I've never seen people so energized at trivia before. This I is wild. I swear to God... People are, like, standing on their seats, showing their KT Turnstall boards. Uh, no, Plus, they, had, they had KT Tunsall. <laughs> that sounds so like, like a, it's in between the two. You it's know like what a mean? chemical yeah. cleaner. Oh, you're going to want to clean that with some oh, KT Tunsall. You're going to want to get some Tunsall on that. Question number five, here we go. Sore throat? Try Tunsall. <laughs> they right here on call with me. They all with me. Throw curveballs, but I got the glove fitted. They been saying it's love, but it isn't love, is it? Toast to the days when they wasn't out to get me. I have a legal requirement to play Canadian content, Kevin. Whatever, we already fucking did it with that fucking Tunstall chick. Is, is Tunstall Canadian? Yeah, look it up. Is that the law? Oh my god, that enough. Boards up. We're looking for views by Drake. Views by Drake. One. One point. Who cares? Drake fucking sucks, guys. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't necessarily lose anything here. See, I have my pulse to the, my finger to the pulse of what's cool and hip with the kids. You're not. You're not hip with the kids. Like this no, song. No, you're like barely cool, Uncle. This this is a cool song with the kids. I'm pretty sure. This is definitely cool with the kids. Classic song about just getting a little bit too, a uh, little bit, little bit too drunk, or being cross-eyed. Who knows? Boards up. We're looking for "Double Vision" by Foreigner. "Double Vision" by Foreigner. This one's for Paul Walker, bro. All the planes we flew, good things we've been through. Then I'll be standing right here talking to you about another path. I know we love to hit the road and laugh, but something told me that it Boards up. We're looking for See You Again by Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth. We will take Wiz Khalifa or, or Charlie, Charlie Poop. <laughs> I guess. What a weird name. Not a lot of people writing Chuck Poop. <laughs> Is this, that's his name on his license? Char Charles Poop. <laughs> and he's like a monkey in a zoo. It's Pooth. 
like just poo? P-U-T-H. He's, he's got perfect pitch. I've told you about him before. Oh, my. I love Charlie Poop. Oh Question number God. eight. Here we Charles go. Charles Poop. Yeezy season approaching. Fuck whatever y'all been hearing. Fuck what, fuck whatever y'all been wearing. A monster about to come alive again. Soon as I pull up and park the bins, we get this bitch shaking like Parkinson's. When this album came out, I remember thinking, huh, I, I feel like like this this person will not have a, a great time after this album. And then he released several more shitty albums, and then now right. he's the person that we know today. Boards up. We're looking for On Sight by Kanye West or Yee. We'll take Yee. German Techno by House of Pain was Jeez. incorrect. Question number nine. This one is to placate Kevin because he it feels like he is a volcano at the tip of his explosion. I'm at murder level. <laughs> I think it's just because like there's so many fucking people here I hate. <laughs> Question number nine. Here we go. Is this is this one a James Bond song? Yes. Is it? Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds yes. very Bondy. Boards up. We're looking for a view to a kill by Duran Duran. A view to a kill by Duran Duran. Is there like a beef going on between two teams? I keep seeing people like stand up and shout over the barrier. At oh, each there's other. tons of beefs going on over there. In Manitoulin, we had a night like this, but there was a lot oh more knives. God. A lot more knives. That night in Manitoulin, literally the name of our autobiography. <laughs> Question number 10. Looking at the board right now, team number 14 has a slight lead with 15 points. Team number five. What if you win? What's going to happen? What will happen? What if you guys fucking win? Pinnacle of your life. Like uh, team 17 can. and team five able to tie it up. A couple of people doing okay. A couple of people not doing okay. Good luck on this one. It's a toughie. <laughs> if anybody gets the band name on this one, fucking kudos. Maybe later on, we could get together for a while. It's been such a long time and I really do miss yours. Boards up. We're looking for I'd Really Love to See You Tonight by England Dan and John Ford Coley. <laughs> And I'd really love to see you tonight. Air Supply. Good no, guess. That was a good guess, though. Team number 14 was able to maintain their lead, even though nobody got a point for the last question. Getting 15 points. Multiple choice question. What was the name of the world's first nuclear reactor? Was it A, Chicago? No, not Chernobyl. Aha! That was the world's first see-through person, I believe, was from Chernobyl. Was it A, Chicago Pile 1, B, Braidwood, or C, Hinkley Point C? What was the name of the world's first nuclear reactor? Was it A, Chicago Pile 1, B, Braidwood, or C, Hinkley Point C. Braidwood sounds like an insane asylum. But it also sounds like a video game. That's what I'm saying. Like, hey, we had an accident at Braidwood. Did you try the new DLC mm. for Braidwood? Yeah. Braidwood sounds dope. Bro, they uh, have they have 14 wood before. <laughs> <laughs> Boards up. We're looking for a Chicago Pile 1. A Chicago Pile 1. Chicago Pile 1. Oh, look, it's Team 6 with their tiny A. <laughs> uh, you have this much board space. Try to populate as much as possible. Use it. I know that Kevin looks like a guy who has a lot of great eyesight, a lot of vitamins. I actually do have really great eyesight, but... Uh, He's really good at seeing cigarette butts on the ground and picking them up. Question number two. What type? <laughs> I know that was so rude. It's I'm such sorry. A shit. That's so shitty. That's so funny. What type of wink is defined by Merriam-Webster as a means to deceive or trick someone? What type of wink is defined by Merriam-Webster as a means to deceive or trink, trick someone? What type of wink? Wink. Wink. 
Dink wink. Sorry, what? A dink wink. A dink wink. Like when you wink with the eye of your penis. You've done that before? Uh, literally always. <laughs> wink. That you just give it. That's how you end a peace stream. Yeah. Give it a blink. I guess it's not a blink. It's only one eye. You're correct. It is the one-eyed monster. Oh. I've heard that before. Boards up. We're looking for hoodwink. We're looking for hoodwink. Hoodwink. Damn it. Question number three. What actress played Willow in the television series Buffy the Vampire Slayer? What actress played Willow in the television series Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Not Sarah Michelle Gellar. That was Buffy. What's going on with the top end of that takeout container tower you got going on? <laughs> What's going in there? So it's for cleanup. Okay. We yeah, thought there was some kind saying. of a cool balancing yeah. act. I was like, out. oh, yeah, I can't wait to see. <laughs> they just come over with like a bucket of wings and pour it in there. Yeah. I don't know. How many wings do you think you could eat? Honestly. If someone held a gun to your head and was like, how many chicken wing pounds of chicken wings could you eat? Four or five chicken wings? <laughs> Man. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Four, four or five pounds. Boards up. I'll take. I'll do four wings and I'm done. Kill me. Boards up. We're looking for Allison Hannigan. We're looking for Allison Hannigan, girl from American Pie in brackets, flute girl. It's true, but that's not right. Question number four: In what European country would you find the region of Saxony? In what European country would you find the region of Saxony? S a x o n. Why? I've never heard someone say bro about Saxony before, but I'm sure that when uh, medieval authors were writing, they were really expecting... Hey, bro, you ever heard of Saxony? Kevin, where'd you go? I'm in the ether, bro. <laughs> Are you speaking to me from the vents? I'm just here. I'm imagining your voice is coming from the moose head right now. I'm just checking on cheaters, bro. <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Germany. We're looking for Germany. All right. Who got Germany? Question number five. True or false? B. Arthur of the Golden Girls plays a night shift bartender in the Star Wars Holiday Special. True or false? B. Arthur of the Golden Girls plays a night shift bartender in the Star Wars Holiday special. Your uh, nanny always reminded me of B. Arthur <laughs> from the Golden Girls. Like, just like, I'm not going to take any shit. I'm old. I'm an old lady. But I'll fucking fuck you up. Nanny, uh, for such an old woman, right. still had a lot of strength. In her last 15 years, I feel like in a hand-to-hand -hand combat, I could have taken Nanny. But 15 years ago, Nanny could have beaten me easily. Nanny would have used weaponry <laughs> in the last 15 years. She'd be like, oh, hand-to-hand, -hand, no problem. Dirt in the face. She had an old, you know an old M16 from the Korean War in her oh, basement. Oh, God. Boards up. We're looking for... That is true. That is true. It is true. Question number six. What was the name of the king that Daedalus and his son Icarus were trying to escape from with their wax wings? Was it A, King Zugma, B, King Sarpedon, or C, King Minos? What was the name of the king that Daedalus and his son Icarus were trying to escape from with their wax, wax wings? Was it A, King Zugma, Z-E-U-G-M-A? Wax works too. B, King Sarpedon, S-A-R-P-E-D-O-N. Sarpedon, maybe not Sarpedon, or C... Sarpedon? <laughs> or, C <laughs> or C, King Minos. Or Sarpedon, <laughs> King of Golden Shower. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking of King Midas, the Golden, the golden Shower Touch. The Golden Shower <laughs> Touch. Everything he touched... Yeah, P, P used to be clear <laughs> before King Midas took a pee-pee. Do you imagine your pit like just like going like oh great now I have a gold dick, and then like you just like wipe it oh now I got a fucking golden thigh. He definitely didn't wipe his butt. We're looking for C King Minos. C King Minos. <laughs> Nobody thought it was Sir Pedon. Sir Pedon. 
Question number seven. Here's a fun one. In what decade did the NHL limit blade curvature to half an inch due to Stan Mitka and Bobby Hall's big curves? In what decade did the NHL limit blade curvature to half an inch due to Stan Mitka? Uh, is it Mick, Mitka or Mick, oh, Mick, Stan Makita? Makita. Makita. And Bobby Hull's big curve. So basically, they were like fucking making a cup. Dude. Yeah. Like, so, like, I even remember when like, I was playing hockey, like, in the 80s, if they could put a quarter, like a quarter standing up under your blade, if the quarter fell over. It's an illegal curve. They didn't have a groundhog who would like look at the blade and if it ran away, then it was illegal. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Puxatoni Pete says no. Oh, looks like Puxatoni Pete pucks. It's Phil. It's Phil, but whatever. That, but that's a different one. That's a different that's groundhog. That's a different one. That's, that one talks about the weather. Boards up. It was first limited in the 1970s. The 1970s. I've never felt better about my job than today. I've... If people could just bring okay, this fucking energy... Okay, you know what? Energy, Maybe it feels good right there. I fucking hated everything <laughs> about tonight. Kevin hates joy. No, that... No, I don't hate joy. I just hate screaming. I'm just so glad that people are so excited to be in last place still. One more. But get a question right. No, <laughs> I'm glad everybody's having fun. I mean, hey, it's been a fucking decade. <laughs> question eight... Multiple choice question. Which of the following starred as Astrid Perth in the 2007 Doctor Who Christmas special? Is it A, Kylie Minogue, B, Carrie Mulligan, or C, Felicity Jones? Which of the following starred as Astrid Perth in the 2007 Doctor Who Christmas special? Is it A, Kylie Minogue, B, Carrie Mulligan, or C, Felicity Jones? All three of those people are famous actresses or musicians who had a much larger career than a bit part in Doctor Who. All of them have been in Doctor Who. Kylie Minogue's been in Doctor Who? Of course. Everyone's been in Doctor As Who. As who? Like the best-looking girl who never ages? Kevin, you were in Doctor Who. You don't remember? You played... Who? Doctor. Dr. Devin Boards. Who? <laughs> Boards up. We're looking for A, Kylie Minogue. A, Kylie Minogue. Don't lower your board. You have the right answer. Question nine. In what decade was the book The Joy of Sex published by Dr. Alex Comfort? <laughs> Dr. Who? <laughs> Don't know if that was his real name. In what decade was the book The Joy of Sex published by Dr. Alex Comfort before this Come decade? Come on, Dr. A. Comfort. <laughs> Get out of here. Also important, spelled C-O-M-F-O-R-T, not C-U-M-F-A-R-T. Yeah, by Dr. Alex Nall. Comfort. Dr. A. Nall. <laughs> uh, also important to note, before this time, people did not know that you could have sex for pleasure. You could only have sex for procreation. So if you had seven kids, you had sex seven times. That was just a fact of the world. I'm not even going to I'm not even lying right now. The very first time, the very first pornographic thing I ever saw in my entire life was this book. Not the Sears catalog? Nope. No, wow. no, like very first like like pencil drawn <laughs> tit. <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. The Joyous Sex was released in 1972, the 1970s. Dude, nobody was having sex for fun in the 50s, Dan. Yeah, in the 50s, they were still trying to deal with meningococcal meningitis. Yeah. They were like, I don't know. Do we have sex just because we have to have like 11 kids so all of them don't die? <laughs> I mean, most of them are going to die. Look at the board right now. Team number nine and team number, sorry, team nine, team 11, and team 18 tied first place with six points apiece. Team number 10, 17, and two able to tie it up. Everyone else, hopefully you're having a good time. I want you to win. I yeah, know you do. Of course. Question number 10. In pre-decimal currency in the UK, how many florins were there in a pound? In pre-decimal currency in the UK, how many florins were there in a pound? So was it five florins to a pound? So for example, there's, there's uh, 100 pennies in a dollar. 
He's from the Cayman Islands? He's from the Cayman Islands. So he's, from, he's British. Do you it's have like, a... Hey, just so you know, we're all fucking British. <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but they were kind of cunts. <laughs> <laughs> they were kind of cunts, and we're all kind of British. Yeah. Ish. We all got a little bit of we all got a little bit of uh, little Brits in us. Couple of Portuguese. Yeah, a little, couple of Spanish. Yeah, Portuguese. Couple of France. Yeah, maybe a little Genghis Khan. Boards seed. up. There were ten florins in a pound. Ten. It was basically a dime. It was a dime. So that means that we've got a lightning round between team number nine, team number 11, and team number 18. We need one member from team nine, one member from team 11, and one member from team 18 to come on up for a lightning round. <laughs> we are looking for, uh, we will take either the band name or the song title. I can see clearly now. You are correct. Ooh. I can see clearly now by yeah. Johnny Nash. All right. You are getting a $10 gift ticket from the fine folks at the Moose. Come on, Ricky. Give me a quick second to see who the overall winner is this fine, fine evening. Sneaking out a win with 22 points is going to be team number nine. They are getting a $15 gift ticket from the fine folks at the Moose. Everybody else. Thank you for having a great night. Hope that everyone had a fun time. We do this every single Friday at the Super Fun 9 Trivia is recorded at a bar way up in North North Canada with your hosts, Kevin and Cole. It's edited slightly to make it easier on your ears. If you have a question or an idea for a question, send it to superfun9trivia at gmail.com. If you'd like to send scathing hate mail or tasteful nudes to your grandparents, please direct them to the same address, care of Kevin. If you really, really like our podcast, hop on our Patreon for our exclusive Trivia After Dark podcast or... Share our show on social media with a friend or hated enemy. Thanks again for listening, and as always, I'm sorry, Mom.